Hello, welcome back to my podcast, The Art and Science of Transformation. This is Stephen Keeler. You can contact me at www.stephenkeeler.com or at info at stephenkeeler.com if you want some more information about my classes and things. So, uh, this week we're going to change gears a little bit. I'm presenting to you an interview that um, I participated in on Saturday in the afternoon Pacific time. And it uh, was done on the Global Mindset Summit. And I was interviewed um, in regards to manifestation and my studies and work with uh, helping people manifest their uh, lives. And uh, so that's what we're going to do this week. During the interview, I mentioned a couple of programs that I want to mention right here at the outset so you know what I mean. One of the programs I mentioned is called Creating More of What Makes Your Heart Sing. It's a once a month program online live with me, very inexpensive. And uh, it's where I teach you how to look inside and create more of what makes your heart sing, whatever that might be. The other program we talk about is my LEAP certification program And it's for coaches and helpers who want to go to the next level and learn how to help their clients transform. You know, as I mentioned in the interview, only 24% of the coaches can make a living at it. uh, And there's a reason for that. And the reason, one of the reasons is uh, that uh, you can't, you need a map, but you need to know how to navigate the territory. And um, most of the coaches use a map and with their clients and and it really doesn't work so that being said i'm presenting to you my interview on the global mindset summit on manifestation i hope you like it and as always i'm always interested in what you think uh please email me at info at stephenkeeler.com if you if you would and let me know what you think or if you have questions or you wonder about my book or any of the other things i'm doing so uh, without further ado, here comes the interview, and keep yourself well. Screen, or I was like, I'm not convinced it's really happening. So I always have it on two screens. Got welcome, it. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Stephen Keeling, everyone, I've already done a, a bit of a bio on you already this evening, so people were listening, I said, got to come and listen to Stephen, um, because you are 100% the epitome of somebody who has manifested an absolutely extraordinary situation in your life, and um, so everyone, you can see behind Stephen, he has written a book, and he's now going to tell us about what led to writing this book. The book is called Leap, um, and How Will I Pay for Gas? And, leap, um, leap, but, but, how will I live, eat, or pay for gas? A journey from fear to freedom, and the but is really important because that's what my mind screamed literally when I decided to do this experiment on myself, right? Yeah, but how will we live, eat, or pay for gas? So, yeah. So what do you want, what should I tell you? Well, Stephen, I think let's start at the beginning. So how, how, before you even thought about doing this experiment in yourself, how did you get 
get into sort of manifestation mindset psychology how did you get into any of that well okay so in a nutshell we could say like my life story kind of i I literally knew when I was four years old, I don't know how you know this when you're four, I guess some of us do, that my uh, life's purpose was to help people. And it's probably because of how I grew up and everything, and I think I might have wanted a little bit better situation than I found myself in, and so somehow I got the idea, well, maybe I could help other people do it, right? So. Uh, then I, uh, I was always fascinated. I thought I was going to be a heart surgeon. So I went to university and was pre-med and, and uh, you know, thought, okay, I'm going to become a heart surgeon. But then that didn't exactly fit for me. So uh, then I, I kind of searched around for a while. And then I, uh, I went to a coach, interestingly enough, and uh, he helped me figure out that my true calling was to become a psychotherapist and a coach's coach. So then I, of course, I went to grad school and did all that stuff and got licensed and took all the tests. And the United States is very difficult to become a psychotherapist. A lot of people don't know that, but it, it is. You have to have literally years of experience, supervised experience, you have to take tests. It's like becoming a medical doctor, not quite as hard, but close. So. The good thing with it is, so for 30 some years now, that's what I've been doing and uh, working all around the world uh, in many different situations. I've, you know, I've like in my own quest to grow too, I, I uh, feel like my, my uh, part of my life purpose is to search and find the best ways to help people. First of all, me grow and transform their lives and then the other, uh, if it works on me, I might bring it to you or teach you how to do it or something. So, okay, so, so yeah. So, so you, you, you did your, your study and you, yes. you, you, you were a psychotherapist and you, you were in this, this area and you wanted to help people. Okay. Yeah. But how did that lead to you <laughs> on a plane and going to Hawaii? Come on, tell us. Great. Story. Okay. So how it led to that was, um, when you're in my business uh, of helping people transform their lives or teaching coaches how to help others transform others' lives too, uh, what you start to notice is, and, and we've heard some of this today during your great summit here, that it, it, it appeared right away to me that what was in, what was the most important factor about what a person manifests in their life is what they believe. So, uh, and in my world, and my expertise is about helping people grow and transform their beliefs and their values and images and things like that. And uh, what, what we know is that if you work at it, you can, you can uh, if you get to the right practitioner, you can, they can help you change your beliefs. And as soon as you change your beliefs, your life changes. What you see changes, everything changes. So I thought, okay, well, that sounded really good, and I was really good at doing it, and I thought, but wait a second, you know, how far does this really reach? You know, how far, it, maybe it's great for counseling, and you know, if you had a bad childhood or something, you could do this or that, but what about if we changed our beliefs to something like, I'm gonna go and sit on the beach in Hawaii and not have any kind of a job at all, 
and I'm going to have uh, more income manifest, a better place to live, a better car, a better... I pick material things because if you say I, I want to be happier, nobody really knows what that means. It's too uh, nebulous. So I had to pick material things that you could actually see. And, uh, and so I decided, well, I, I guess if I'm going to be talking about this, I better lead by example. And um, so I devised this experiment where I literally did that. And when I came up with it, the morning I came up with it, I was at, uh, uh, on the beach at this beautiful bay. I had just swam with the dolphins there, the wild dolphins, which I've had the privilege of doing hundreds of times and taking people, some of my really high-end retreats, I could take people with, uh, and do that. But, and, and literally, I just knew, okay, I have to move here now and do this experiment. And my mind, which is located in our, I think it's located in our brainstem where our self-care system is. I'm not kidding you. Um, literally, Lisa screamed out, but how will I live, eat, or pay for gas? What do you, like, what do you mean? You're going to sit on the beach and have no job. Uh, I had a huge private practice. I had all, I had, you know, everything you could want material-wise, etc. And, uh, and I left it all and did that, so... And then I wrote it, I, it was a journal, and then people said, well, why don't you make it into a book? It'd probably help a lot of people, and it became a bestseller, so that's kind of cool, too. It, I mean, it, it <laughs> it's amazing. It's on Amazon, it's on Kindle, it's yeah. available. So, yeah. um, it, it's a fantastic, real-life example yeah. of being able to what you believe you can achieve. But, but how did you... So, this is because I think a lot of the people watching this are going to go, well, that's great. You managed to believe that. And I just had a conversation with the previous speaker. How do you get the belief? Because that is true. But like when, when life, in your case, I mean, one could argue that you, you, are, you already understood the science. You understood how the mind works. You understood how thoughts work and energy. So you had this belief because you had the education. But most people are not neuroscientists or anyone right? Anywhere, right? So, so how do we instill in ourselves the belief? So what's your advice to people? I mean, other get a coach is one, is one. But but if, if they, I mean, are there steps they can take without literally having a coach that they can do to help in their beliefs? Well, that is a complicated question and a good one. Uh, first of all, you you have to find a coach that is trained in these kind of things and and a lot of them aren't and a lot of you know i i was sitting when i woke up this morning i thought to myself well the people that are listening to this summit and things they're coming because they might want you know like a map give me a map on how do how do i do this give me a b c d f g right and of course we all want that our left brain left part of our brain wants that because that's how it works and we listen to it mostly Right. So and that's a problem in this area, because as we've you and I have talked about this before, it's not the map, it's the territory. And so there is no map for the territory. There's there there sort of is. But but you have to learn how to navigate this internal world. And uh, and that and the, and the other piece that makes it problematic and challenging and it's really challenging for coaches when they're beginning and and uh and if they go to try to find the right training 
the the challenge is that uh, our beliefs uh, are most of our beliefs are relationally based. Okay, relationally based. That means right hemisphere of our brain. Our right hemisphere is relational. That's where the seed of the relational things are. And if you, if we say, read this book, look at the map, uh, you know, go to the seminars and they give you a workbook and all this stuff. Well, guess what? That isn't relational. And the science how do they figure this out? I don't even know. I don't know what the answer to this is, but it comes from reputable sources. Your left brain cannot solve a right brain problem. So if you're using a map to try to fix a relational problem, which is where most of our snags in our beliefs are, we develop our idea about our worth from who we grow up with. So they're relational these kinks in our energy are relational and you cannot fix that with a map. It has to be in relationship. So you and I are having a relationship right now and that's how you work through these things. So can you do this on your own? Uh, probably, but it's going to take you a long time and you might not get there. But if you find the right mentor, coach, counselor, whatever you want a trainer, you do it within the relationship, which is what I teach these people to do. That's how you, that's how you change it. So you see what I mean? It's complicated. Yes. And, and I, I want to get some clarity um, <clears throat> regarding the map and the territories. I, I, I see this as like, normally we want, you know, 12 steps to freedom, 10 steps to build your business, six steps to Correct. manifestation. Yes. Um, and, but what you're saying, and I just want to make sure that everyone understands this, is that that that's, that's helpful. But if you you are as an individual have a unique like a unique you're like the the map takes you to the countryside, but it's a bit like when you haven't updated the um, you know you haven't updated the uh, the mapping system in your car, yeah, and it's trying to take the journey on a map that doesn't quite fit the territory, right. Exactly. But we're all unique. Plus, exactly. you need this relational situation where someone like yourself or a coach can work with the actual reality. For example, myself. So, I, and this is a common one. I'm not particularly unique. I'm, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not good enough because of this reason, that reason, the other reason, and and that has haunted me. The moment anything in my life goes wrong, instead of just going shit happens, I go, well, of course, that's because I'm not good enough, right? Right. Um, and so I make everything be about I'm not good enough. And yes. This is quite a big one. There's sort of like, there's 10 sort of things that people have, but this is a massive one, very common. You could almost argue that almost everyone sort of thing relates to some degree of I'm not good no, enough. No question. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why we have to work with someone. But you have to know, in the first place, this, this little bit of information. And it's not sort of, it's not mainstream yet, is it? Because we're used to maps. Yeah. We're used to just, yeah. You know, thinking yeah. we can do it alone. Yeah. And, and, and it's like, also you see this in the business world, because business gurus, and in fact, because the same thing applies. So you go to a business guru and he says to you, right, this is how you have a successful business. You do this, 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 this. 
but he doesn't allow for the fact that you might have some past trauma, some bad experience, that when someone in your business yells at you, you have a meltdown. Because like, that might mean you're not very good at running your business, because every time your employees lose the plot, you, you can't cope. It's going to be a massive flaw in your business model, because right. it might not work. Right. So, okay, so I think, so I'm just giving different analogies to how we understand that we have to have this, this territory. Um, so, so then, this is interesting. Do you think that most coaches understand this concept? Or do you think this is like the next level of coaching where they, because coaches, again, have their systems in place. Correct. But, but do, do they all? Do they all understand the territory? Is this, is this a sort of next level thing? Really well, to me? here's the thing, Lisa. You know, like you know, 24%, only 24% of people that call themselves coaches can actually make a living at it. And what does that mean? Well, does that mean the 76% something's the matter with them or they, they don't have a good enough funnel or a website or exposure or they're not unlucky or... You know, something like that. No, it does, that's not what it means at all. In fact, but that's how people make a lot of money. They tell you, you need this, you need that. You can spend years trying to figure out how to make the best funnel, but that's not going to do anything for you if you don't have what you're talking about in place. Like, how do you get this? So a lot of the coaches aren't trained this way. And yes, it is new and, and it's continuing to grow. Like uh, last five or six years, I've been studying interpersonal neuropsychophysiology. What is that? You know, who, who, even, who even cares? But what it, what, it, what it tells us is that science is catching up and helping us with this and not with a recipe because that's not how it works. It's not a recipe. It's not an A, B, C, D, F, G stepwise thing what what you have to do is you have to learn how to navigate your own territory inside you if you're a coach or if you're a client that's that's what you'll be learning from these coaches uh, and then if you're a coach then you can use that you use yourself to help somebody else not a not a not a menu not a workbook Sure, what's wrong with those? Nothing, but they don't change anything. They might reinforce things, but uh, what you have to have is an ability to go inside yourself and navigate through the territory inside you. I can tell you, I've been doing this 35 years, and there's times with certain people, for whatever reason, that I'm like, I'm not sure I know what to do. But if I, st if I keep myself grounded and I look inside and I take a couple breaths, all of a sudden I know, oh yeah, okay, I lost touch with myself and what's going on with me and I panicked. My, my left brain went, oh, see, you're no good. You can't do this. And then I go, no, 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 hold on a second. What was that you just said? And then the person might repeat it. And then I'm off and because I'm navigating our process from inside me and that's a it's an art it's not a science so and there's ways ways to teach it but it's not that easy to do you have to be really dedicated when when people come to me and they want to be a coach and they want me to teach them how to do it we i put them through an assessment and a lot of them don't fit in the program because they're not they're they're uh, after but but what happens is is they learn what they're really supposed to be doing 
yeah. instead of being a coach, yeah, instead of being a coach, they become uh, something else that really makes their heart yeah. sing, right? And, yes. and uh, so we strain through them and help them uh, all along the way. And then the ones that are committed to doing the internal work can become the, the kind of coaches that can make it out there. trying to manifest happiness, peace, whatever they're looking for in their life, um, or if they come to you as a coach, they're trying to manifest their the success, and a successful coach is someone who can rapidly and quickly and effectively change other people's lives. Yeah. Um, so, so you're, it, again, it's all about being able to change yourself inside, which is what we have to do to manifest whatever we're manifesting, because what stops the manifestation is not having the belief and so you don't have the beliefs because of possibly past traumas, things that happened to you, things yeah. you made up about yourself. Right. You know, my, you know, your, your dad didn't have time for you, therefore you weren't loved enough. You're yeah. not lovable. Yeah. You know, and it's it's really important, isn't it, to to explain to people that things happen to us that are completely would would appeal the service to be nothing special. Like, I I remember a story. A lady I went to a seminar many many years ago. And she explained that her, she had picked some flowers for her mother and she ran to the kitchen when she was about four years of age with a bunch of flowers and she went, Mommy, Mommy, I've picked you flowers. And her mother turned around and said, I'm really busy right now. Yeah. And this three-year-old girl, she, this, she was like 45 when I met her. Yeah. She still shared the story. Yeah. Because that made her think things about herself that just went through. And her mother didn't mean anything. She was saying, Mommy, no. she didn't really busy. That's right. So these, these things that, that cause us to have blocks which stop us from having the self-belief, that, that get in the way, that, that make the lumpy territory that we need to smooth out. They're not, I need to point out that sometimes they could be traumatic. And yes, there are some really unfortunate cases where, you know, you're, 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 you, you've seen, you've had incest or there's abuse or there's terrible things that happen to people. But sometimes they can be innocuously simple things. Yes. That was, you, know, you just misunderstand as a as a, as a one to eight year old or one to ten year old, it's easy to get the wrong end of the stick and not understand what something was said or done and think it was meaning something else. Exactly. You know, when people, children, when their parents get divorced, they often think it's their fault. Exactly. Go, oh, well, Daddy, you know, and it's nothing to do with that. No. But, so that's that's what you're talking about about the territory. Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is really important for all of us. If if you're somebody who wants to manifest. And uh, one of my next guests is, is an energy healer. So she does it. She helps people by mm-hmm. literally ironing out the energy mm-hmm. inside of them. Mm-hmm. So that enables them to, to get to them work more clearly with someone yeah. like yourself. That's and, right. And it, it's, the same, it's the same thing. We have to go inside. We have to work the inside. And then what comes out of us changes. Because yeah. we're energetic beings. So um, what's so incredible about your story is that you you you've been I mean and we haven't mentioned this but you've actually worked with an awful lot of heavily traumatized people haven't yes. you and you know people with PTSD people who've had you know had dreadful experiences yeah that's been one of your specialties uh, but that was how you got to learn this like if you can help them then you know then suddenly you realize that, that this works for everyone exactly it, it's a wonderful exactly. wonderful thing to exactly. do yeah. Um, and to be, you know, to be able to start from the inside out is, yeah. is absolutely key. We have a few more minutes. Yeah. Stephen. Is there is there anything else you'd like to share or tell us about your story or anything you'd like to add? Uh, 
Yeah, I imagine there are probably a million things, but but like you're saying, I like what you're saying. It's it's you we manifest from the inside out. That's how it works. And all you have to do is well, you could look I've studied from neuroscience to uh, uh I've studied with many indigenous healers, okay? So I'm one of those weird guys. I I want to I'm going to leave no stone unturned when it comes to learning how to grow myself and then help you. So either whichever end of the stick you pick, indigenous healers or quantum physics, you can there they we have the same sorts of beliefs. What you put out there, Kanavai Moaka'aka, my kapuna taught me uh, when I lived on the big island there. That means the smiling law. That translates into the smiling law. Whatever you put out there, the universe smiles and gives it to you. So you can write affirmations from now until hell freezes over. And that's not going to do you any good if down underneath all that, you think you're not good enough. Because you are you brought your mom flowers and she was too busy to uh, accept them and hold you in her arms and tell you how special you were. Uh, uh, writing affirmations, filling out workbooks, stuff like that. It's, it doesn't override those beliefs, okay? So it's quantum physics says what you believe is what you create. Think about inventing. When you invent, you, you don't get to say, show me a space shuttle and then I'll believe we can build one. That's not how it works. It's never, show me a wheel and then I'll believe we can have one. Show me a pair of blue jeans and then I'll believe we can have those. No, no, no. You have to believe first and then you see the manifestation, right? And you're not in charge of how it all works either. Your, our part is to join the life force with our 73 trillion cells. And look at Dr. Joe Dispenza, you've heard of him. A lot of these people that we've had on today, I'm sure they've heard of Dr. Joe, right? He got run over by an SUV and he healed his whole spine by doing like mental yoga and all kinds of things. And I know the guy, like I, he and I know each other and he's totally normal. He has no rods in his back. He, has, he healed his, his spine. Anyhow, so if you join the life force of your 73 trillion cells, which are connected to everything else out here, you know, we're all part of this whole thing that's going on here called life, um, you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. And is it easy? No, it's not easy. And one of the reasons is, is because our society thinks that, you know, every day I have clients and coaches and things, and they think, just like I did, that the, the right way is you go down to the river, and you get in the river, and you start swimming upstream. Now, I don't know if you've swam in a river, but I've swam in lots of them, and some of the people out there listening will have done this. You don't get very far. But that's what our society says. You're supposed to be a slave to money. You're supposed to, re you have to work really hard. Well, if you just turn over on your back and let the flow of life take you, it's so much easier and, and a lot quicker to get to your destination. But see, this is part of the training for the coaches and things is that they, a lot of them don't take that into, into account. We've been, uh, trained to believe that, that it has to be hard 
I sat on the beach. Is that hard in paradise? No, it's not. It's, it's really fun, let me tell you. You know, uh, I didn't work hard at all. I, I could maybe be a little more honest. I would say I worked really hard inside myself. That's where my work was. I had no job, but my real job was working on my internal, my doubts and fears and, oh my God, what am I doing? I don't know anybody. I don't have any more money. It's running out, you know, all that stuff. But it's really fun sitting on the beach and not having to get up and go to work, you know, 60 hours a week. And then, you know, so it's this, this thing, it's, 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 um, it's very challenging, but it works. And, and, uh, and it's, we're, we have so much evidence. I mean, you don't have to believe me. You can read my book and, and uh, you know, probably get a lot out of it. People say they do. And I got a lot out of reading it. And, and every time, I'm doing it on my podcast right now. You can listen to all the chapters if you want to. I think I'm on chapter 17 now. You can listen to it for free if you want to. And even in my own voice. So, so, so say it again. Put, put the links to the, the link. podcast and the book in the comments. Okay, I will. Good yeah? point. Yeah. And, yeah. and then anyone who's watching or comes later to watch, they will. Okay, thank you. Account. Yeah, I forgot about that. I should maybe yeah. have said that, but I'll, I'll do it that way. That way people you can, can just find it really easily. In a few minutes when we finish, it'll come up and you can add the comments. The, <laughs> So, so what else would I say? I know we're going to run out of time. I All I want to say is in this day and age, the last thing I want to say with COVID and people are losing their businesses and, you know, millions of people are, that uh, now's the time more than ever to find a coach or if you want to become a coach or you can't make it in coaching and you want help, I think I can help you with that. I've helped lots, thousands of people in my 35 years all around the world. And, and uh, now's the time. We need to help ourselves, all of our friends and our family and, and society in general, sort of recalibrate and connect to what really we ought to be thinking about and believing. And then life goes so much easier and and it's more fun too because you're creating it's 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 creating what's not fun about creating right the sky's the limit when you're creating it's completely and complete and there's a big movement for it now i mean there's there's no accident that you're here on a mindset summit that that you know uh, we've got a thousand people in our facebook group because they're interested yeah and you know, and then i know well, and i'm not quite a joke spend he's got a hundred thousand yeah but, but, you know, but the fact that he's got 100,000 and, and Bruce Lipton and all these people, there is there is a, a massive listening for this type of work. Yes. Far more than was even 10 years ago. Way and more. it's just growing exponentially. Yes. So it's a great time if you're interested in helping people. So if you're interested in helping people, there's a guy to help you be, be the best coach you can be. Yeah. Because um, that really, so you're... You're a, a, you're a coach to help coaches manifest their dreams, which is be a fantastic coach. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. And, and, for, and for people who don't want to become coaches, you know, I have my once a month live thing that you can come. We and have a group, don't you? Yeah. We have a group. Yeah, it's yeah, called create. It's called creating more of what makes your heart sing. That's the class, and it's very popular, and it works. It we do all this stuff. 
but uh, and it's it, it's miraculous what happens when people transform themselves. So I know we have to go, right? I know. I actually, my next <laughs> guest hasn't um, hasn't shown up yet. So <laughs> so hang on a minute. Talk quietly amongst yourself. Um, it's it's always. I love the way he said I wasn't live, but I am live. So why does he say I'm not live? I am live. It looks I'm like not. you're live with me. I'm live. I'm live also because. Um, because I've actually had comments. I mean, I've been watching the comments. Good. I didn't watch parties, so I think we are live. I've okay. just checked my phone. So anyway, it's all recorded. Good. So, but it, I'm pretty sure it's live. Good. Um, right, so I'm going to say goodbye. Okay. And um, hopefully my next my next participant will come in a minute. It's well, been absolutely wonderful, as th always. Thank you, Lisa. I'm so grateful. Again. I'm so grateful that I got to be part of this, and I'm I appreciate you squeezing me in and uh, inviting me. And I I really I mean it. Thank you very much for your great work, you and uh, I'll thank see you, you soon. All your work with me as well. Take care. You Bye too. Now. Bye.